Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. there and welcome to food for thought a podcast gab fest we're in a multiracial mix of queer writers gather around the table to talk about sex huh. identity Ow. culture <laughs> what we like to read and who we like to read food for thought four bitches in the kitchen what could go wrong everything <laughs> everything I'm everything i am a human grease fire right all of that. uh how are y'all feeling uh, so <laughs> I literally forgot the word for disclosure. Uh, uh, like, uh, spoiler alert: yeah. Fran took us all out into the alleyway where <laughs> this studio is and gave us all a little weed, a little poop, poop, if you will. Just to sort of fully establish the state that I am in, Fran gave me this instruction when I when I smoked, which was yeah. uh, three seconds. And, and I thought that meant three puffs like that three were like tokes. three seconds long, three tokes. <laughs> so I was like, no, one toke for three seconds. Anyways, yeah. we were in space. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Before the mic started, we were talking about sandwiches, and Den brought up OJ Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> it was incredible. There's nothing I'm more excited I, about. I, we were talking about Kool Aid as well, right? And yeah. so, yeah. and so when Den said OJ, I was like, oh. OJ, that makes sense. And then the Simpsons <laughs> followed it. And I was like, that makes OJ, sense. OJ, orange juice. Yeah, no, not, not what's up. Um, I can't feel my hands. Oh, wow. I mean, this also. Oh, you could give yourself, what is that thing you, you called when you give your yourself own hand a hand job? job, but you can't feel your hands? Oh, and so it feels better because it's like oh, an it other like or something like that. Yeah, it's like, it's like so this like, middle school thing where you like sit, you're supposed to sit on your hand I've until it goes myth. quiet. Wait, I've literally never heard of this. But when you sit on your hand, you can't feel it I, I can't grip anything <laughs> right so, yeah, that's true I don't think you can you can jerk off without it's a grip it's kind of like can you give yourself a massage right you know right, what I right, mean right, but right, if right, your right, hands right. were not well I guess if your hands were not okay. so this is going to be an can hour you tickle yourself <laughs> ramblings we Tommy, apologize Tommy is the only one who had none I didn't partake but I feel high anyway so you're driving this boat baby you are you are our sailor so teams, our you're captain. the moderator of today's <laughs> conversation <laughs> and being that I am Tommy Teebs Pico indigenous American poet screenwriter TV writer and although I'm not want for stimulation and I'm not a size queen I really do miss gagging on it the, oh. the person who I'm, who, who it doesn't go. I don't really care, but it just doesn't go that far back. And uh. I'm just like, I want you to hit that dangly thing in the back of my throat, like <laughs> the bard Cardi B said. I'm this gagging on watch, dick. Bro, watch some of those porns uh, where people suck a really large dick, and it just go, I you're just like uh, to see the visual of a, of a dick of that size so get so. all go all the way someplace. Sister, I was like, literally about to say the exact same thing. Hold my hand. Hold my yes. Hand. Oh, Fran. 
Jesus. and I are getting along. I was literally oh, about no. to talk about the throat fucking porn, <laughs> which only recently I have started, you know, subscribing. Oh, it's to. like, it is. It's it like is. when it, you see it in the throat. When you mm-hmm. see it in the throat. That yes. is, I, I could never, I have a terrible gag reflex. I'm trying to learn, but. The funny thing is, I have a terrible gag reflex, but there's something about the right person, the right moment, the right time, the right place, and I become that girl. I have a gag reflex when it comes to gross shit, but not when it comes to dick. I am the exact <laughs> same way. It's a Sagittarian that is, thing. Yeah. That, is, yeah. that is like a Real Housewives tagline right there. <laughs> it's a so really, real. It's about girth and shape for me. Uh, yeah. It's really yeah, about yeah, yeah. how, it, it's about being ergonomically correct. Yes, for your throat. Yes, it's, yeah, like, for my it's, throat. it's like it's like that cartoon of the two different puzzle pieces meeting and becoming a part. It's, it's the perfect shaped dick. For or for some of us, shape. it's just about worshiping at the church of dick. Uh, I am Joseph Osmondson, scientist, <gasps> nonfiction writer, and well, the being high is nice. My favorite thing is poppers in the club. Mm. Oh, gross. Your, <laughs> your brain cells. <laughs> I was using them. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, ta- I, I'm saying that. Wow. Um, anyways, I'm Fran. You know, I'm more of a concept, really. Uh, <laughs> free spirit. Um, artist, lover, gorgeous. <laughs> um, I'm zooted. That's what. That's what's happening. And I didn't even actually mean to get this zooted, but I'm 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 a little blitz right now. Wow. Anyways, continue. <laughs> it's actually turn. <laughs> I mean, not that I need to introduce myself, but I am Dan Michelle Norris, and I'm a reader and a writer, a former figure skater, and. I'm just a queen. <laughs> That's it. I am a queen. Love that for you. And I'm looking for the perfect scepter. Oh, to put in your butt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what you do with scepters, right? Is that uh, what yeah. Sure. Yeah. Ooh, you should listen to this, uh, the second to last episode of the maintenance phase, which is all about the history of the dildo. I think you in particular would love this. Oh, this sounds Hour long discourse. Yes. And the, and the invention of the vibrator as well. Yes. Mm. So who's got the menu today? Oh, fuck it. I'll do it. Tom, you're the mod. You should (laughs) just do everything. We don't even have... We haven't decided on a dessert yet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. We haven't. We'll 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 figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll we'll use um, nonverbal cues. (laughs) All right. Fuck it. We are talking about all things marijuana today. Weed, getting high, edibles, all that shit. Fran is going to lead us off by obviously swiping right on marijuana. And by the time the dessert comes, we promise we'll have thought of something. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't worry, everybody. I'll think about it. (laughs) Buck, 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 be guck. (laughs) I'm feeling peckish. I think we start the top of the show the way any good top should with our uproarious appetizer segment, Amuse Boosh. And to amuse our booshes, Fran is fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, my boosh is already amused. (laughs) I'm there. It's been booshed, girl. Um, (laughs) So we're going to play swipe right, swipe left. Um, it's classic. It's nothing. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um, and I feel like it only makes sense to start off with swipe right, swipe left. <laughs> hey, it's Shay Diaz. <laughs> Have y'all seen? Oh, yeah. Have you seen oh. the reboot? Okay, yeah. if you, uh, you're, you're, Tommy's not watching the end just like that reboot, but. Sada Ramirez's character Shay Diaz has been made into a meme now mm. because <laughs> it's just a very terrifying way to say, "Hey, it's Shay Diaz," because this character is like kind of insufferable. 
Yeah. What do you think about? We we talked a little bit about Shay Diaz. Joe. We did. I find the character. I, I definitely find them hot. Um, wow. Of course. I I do find them a little bit of like a, a very flat character, and yeah. the stand up comedy special that they did in the show is like literally one of the most cringe things I've ever seen in my it, entire it life. It was so cringe, it but also so cringe. Shay was kind of. Giving us <laughs> on stage, like kind of insufferable, but also kind of a motivational speaker, <laughs> like kind of a uh-huh. shock jock, like I'm going to say the problematic thing, but also like beloved, yes, it was. helping people give, giving people realization. It just, the, the most cringe thing about it was when they would say something like, because we are people and we don't have to affirm our gender all the time. And they put in fake audience. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, so bizarre. Yeah. Swipe left. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. Teebs, we ha- when when okay. So again, dear listeners, when you need a campaign to get Tommy to watch Sex in the City, because one day he will watch Sex in the City. He just needs to be, you know, held public accountable. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> what Tommy, are we? Tommy is pulling up an image of oh, oh Miranda getting, getting finger, finger banged. banged. <laughs> oh. Miranda in Carrie's is getting kitchen finger banged in Carrie's kitchen while Carrie sleeps after a surgery. <laughs> And ends up peeing in a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> and this is very fucked up of me, but I do listen to the Sex in the City and just like that companion podcast. Oh, I keep meaning to. I haven't started yet. It's bookmarked. <laughs> it <is fully> bookmarked. <laughs> and it's actually really good. And and I'm very interested. In, it was so it's so interesting to see how how much they how much thought they've put into their very bad ideas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, in that so they were hard. talking about how like Shay Diaz is like. Uh, it just feels like the collective imagination of like what a non-binary person could be by no non-binary people. Uh, like there are no non-binary yeah. people in the room. There are no Latin people in the room. It's like so absurd that like, you know, that they, they're like creating this character. Uh-huh. And that's why their name is Shay Diaz. <laughs> and there's another character now named Rock, a non-binary character named Rock. That is like offensive. <laughs> but also it does sound like a chosen <laughs> I would say that's how that tracks. Uh, that yeah, one tracks. I was like that, considering the age of that character, I was like, that tracks to me. That tracked. <sighs> but, okay, yeah. swipe right, swipe left. Oh my god, right, I forgot we're playing a game. <laughs> okay, um, swipe right, swipe left, um, imposter syndrome. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm here. I am it. I swipe was, right. I was yes. also going to say, I think it's kind of helpful sometimes. Well, some people, the problem is that the people who should have it don't. Yeah, mm. and the people who shouldn't have it do. Yeah. Ooh, that was a deep cut. <laughs> I don't know if I was prepared for that. Tommy. I mean, I have to swipe right because I don't know what my life would have looked like without it. I, I don't, I don't necessarily feel like an imposter when I'm writing, but I definitely feel like I'm an imposter when I'm in the writer's room because I don't mm. know how to do it yet, and I'm like, I'm, st- I'm the baby. I don't know how to do any of this. Goo goo gaga. Goo gaga. I'm swiping left because I'm disengaging from it. Mm. Oh, it, wow. it, love it's that for you. 2022 imposter syndrome no longer has a hold on my life. Okay, swipe right, swipe left. Allison Roman. Ooh, that is a tough one, Fran. I mean, I'm swiping all the way right, obviously. Obviously. Uh, for our listeners who might not know, who is Allison Roman? Allison Roman, she's like a she's like a, a, chef. a chef, like yeah. a kind of more famous chef, now. Uh, and a, a younger a millennial, famous. and like yeah. it's it's a lot of about her aesthetic. I think that turns people off. It's very like white lady Instagram. So to some people, yeah. Is she <laughs> canceled? Is she canceled? She she was kind of canceled. <laughs> I mean, but she, but she, yeah, she was. She was like the definition of canceled. Yeah. But it was Chrissy Teigen's fault, which weirdly. 
Yeah. But anyways, Allison said something in an interview that like has like a, had a lot of implicit bias about it mm-hmm. in it. And then she apologized. And I don't know. Her food is good. Her food is really <laughs> delicious. I the first Allison Roman recipe I made, it was just I think it was from the New York Times website, yeah. and I didn't realize it was hers until I, until the second time I went back to go remake it, and I was like, oh no, Tommy, am I canceled too now? Tommy's <laughs> googling Allison Roman. So I need to know so what this person looks like. Do you even know? I I do I do okay. I remember that I rem- somehow I don't know how I really knew about this controversy but I did know that it happened and I am swiping right on Allison Roman because she to me is like the epitome of the Nan- the white woman Nancy Myers future that I oh lord then love yourself I can I do think there should be a rule uh-huh. in cancellation uh-huh. that if the person you get canceled by gets canceled you get uncanceled oh I yeah, love that so, <laughs> so <laughs> Chrissy, Chrissy Teigen is now canceled so therefore Allison <laughs> Roman right, should be un- it's a double wham got <laughs> it a, yeah swipe right swipe left Tammy Faye actually you know what this is kind of more like gay or queer kind of. Kind of, yeah. Gay or it's, queer. But anyways, I guess I'll swipe right because I love her. She's the, the, it's it's a mood. It's a vibe. The aesthetic is strong. She yeah. made choices. Swipe right. Yeah. yeah. Swipe right. I agree. Really? Yeah. I, I just I, watched I the movie too. It's like really, yeah. yeah. I mean, I haven't seen the movie, but I, I used to watch. I don't know if it was reruns or if it was actually on, but I used to watch the show with her husband no, when I was really little. Way it was to watch on the TV. Yeah, and I just was so entertained by it. I didn't really understand what she was going on. Yeah. I just found it entertaining and I was like, I was like, this is wonderful. Queen. It was wonderful to me. Yeah. I always think about the fact that so she's like one of Rue's idols. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Rue always references this thing where he like one a very formative moment in his life was when Tammy Faye came to him in a dream wow and was like and she said Rue focus on their innocence not their guilt (laughs) and it's like I love it it. and and it's like a guiding principle that Rue lives his life by now well now that I know that Tammy Faye is responsible for RuPaul being RuPaul I swipe left (laughs) (laughs) okay 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 um swipe right swipe left foot fetishes i feel like we've talked about this before i don't think we have actually oh. Teams, you love feet. no i oh my god get out of the studio left 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 right for that on other people uh-huh. do that if that's what you like for mm-hmm. me no okay left 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 i'm, I'm not not into it oh, you know god, it's the worst thing i'm not not into it i love Mm-mm. getting my toes <laughs> It is my favorite thing. I also will suck a toe. I will. I will lick. But I don't have a foot fetish. But uh, I do when everything's like if we've just showered or something. I love. Uh, I want to lick everything. You know what I mean? Um, no, I right. don't. No, I do not. <laughs> Simply can't and won't. Will I not. believe the three of you know that I like famously detest feet. I uh-huh. hate them. Yeah, they do. they are to me are more disgusting than anything else in the world. I would be happier if we walked around this earth on stumps instead of feet. That <laughs> I, this that no said <laughs> that said, I really love my feet, no. and I love the men who love feet because. <laughs> They give me the most incredible foot massages. You are such a hypocrite. And so, <laughs> I swipe right. Hate you. On foot fetish. This is the the Den Michelle right. straw that breaks Fran's back. Finally, <laughs> swipe right. <laughs> right. Dare you? Swipe right. Swipe left. Cam guys. Right. 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 I so hot. Yeah, swipe Only right. recently. Have like really spent oh, yeah. some money. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, to get a custom. Oh, oh, when yeah. I want a private show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Private show. I love 
Oh, I was just about to tell everyone my cam guys, my like screen name for like logging into whatever. But like, anyways, I was gonna say like I love like when you like send tips and they like say your name. Oh like my god, your, I love it. Like your love cam, like my my cam guy name or whatever, and I'm always just like. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, I uh, strongly recommend um, if you haven't dove in. Some of them are unfortunately like straight. So you have to like keep an eye out. You have to find the gay ones. Yeah. But anyways. Anybody else have opinions on camboys? <laughs> Just us? No, I, Just I, I love us? it. I love it. I've I love it. it. Yeah. I love no, it. swipe right. Because I, I, li- I like a dirty conversation. <clears throat> swipe right, swipe left. Um, couples on Grinder. Left, left, right. I, I am a couple on grinder. I left, have... left, left, left. <laughs> oh my god, Dan! But you like threesomes? No, I don't like. Well, no, I've I've had two bad threesomes. Both came from couples on grinder. I don't like it. Mm-mm, not a fan. I have yet to meet a couple on grinder, but I would love to. It's well, it's I've, nice. I've talked to couples before. I, so to be clear, my partner and I don't have a couple profile. We each have a profile which says we're partnered. Oh, that's see, yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah. I prefer that to people having an account together because it's weird, then you I don't know, know who which, I'm talking yeah, exactly. to. Exactly, yeah, and yeah. it's also for me, it's like with people and their dogs. It's like I don't care about your relationship. I don't care about your dog. <laughs> I, like, I'm sorry. I'm realizing I all, I actually did go on a date with a guy that was in a couple, and his the part he with the guy the partner was supposed to come with him, and I they got in a right. fight right before oh. they left oh. about me. Oh. oh, and he told me that on the date, and I was oh. like, "What? That's I feel so uncomfortable." No. Tommy's Tommy's not even stoned. Um, (laughs) I definitely, my partner and I have been on a a date with a third, Mm. which actually didn't even end up in sex because I think. There was something going on. See, so yeah. he was he got like a cold or something. We still got the day. It was really we had a little dinner. We had a little wine. It was really nice. It was very mm. flirtatious. I also just want to say, like, although I don't care about your relationship, I I do aspire to be the third in a couple where I don't have to love you two as much as you love each other. Yeah, so if that that's you, so get nice. back to me. Please. <laughs> the pressure is off. Yes. You know, that's, yeah, I am craving that. Yes, yes, yes. Swipe right, swipe left. Twilight culture. Left, left. Wait, oh! what? A, what is Twilight culture? Like it's a it's a huge culty fan base. Oh, they're called, I mean, they're, I mean, they're like fan, like it's like a fan, it's they're called like Twihards. I didn't know that. I didn't either. I'm learning. I'm slowly being inducted into the Twihard. I never got into that. I was already a little bit too old when it came out, and yeah. so when it became a thing, I was like, I don't know what this is. I do have a friend who's one of the wolves. Wow. Um, but uh, have they actually like hired like? A couple. a couple, a couple, not yeah, yeah, no, a couple of them were actually native, wow. um, but I, I never got into it, so I'm gonna have to swipe left on the fandom. <laughs> Is it I, vampire appropriation? If, if it's vampire, no, swipe left on Twilight culture, swipe left on that whole <laughs> shitty franchise, swipe left on Stephanie Meyer. That is true mo- white woman def- mediocrity. Definitely swipe left on Stephanie Meyer. Yeah. Um, I, we, t- we talked about this on uh, an episode we did about Twilight, but like when I, so, like when Jacob's character emerged in my head I was like oh maybe he's like one of those guys that's like 116th or whatever and like and I just googled like um, what's his name? Taylor, Taylor Lautner? Yeah, yeah I googled like Taylor Lautner like ethnicity or something like that like I just like was like a what kind of brown is he? He's a hundred percent white. Yeah. I was like what? He's I like German like like Polish like the whitest yeah. you can be. With, with a little Dutch. just with a tan. Yeah, that's yeah, all. Yeah. I was like what's going on? Anyways 
Thank um, you for that. Very, <laughs> very. He's, he's actually uh, Dutch, French, and German. All right, it's time we got to the meat of our conversation, the thought process spelled T-H-O-T. T-H-O-T. Fran, give us our meat this week. Oh, you guys, I didn't write anything. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew I didn't have to write anything because I knew that I would just let, you know, the spirit move through me on this one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How- you are all looking at me like I'm crazy. Fran, how did you get into weed to begin with? Because I feel like you're a later adopter. I feel like... Yeah, so I started maybe a weed habit in the pandemic. I think I've said that on this podcast before. Before, it was like maybe occasionally social smoking, but mostly like weed just made me anxious. Mm-hmm. And that's I, what I remember from a yeah, long time and ago. If I, and if I wasn't anxious, it was, I fell immediately asleep. And it was usually, usually those things are like, was it a sativa or was it an indigo, which I only realized retroactively. But it's like, I think that I just had a negative relationship to the cool factor of weed as well, like in high school and feeling like it was something that I didn't, wasn't a part of or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that living in California <laughs> helps mm-hmm. you build a weed habit really quickly because it's um, illegal here and all that different stuff. But I just love introducing it as a ritual into my life. The first time I ever went to a legal, a, a legal weed shop, it was in Portland and I was visiting my friend Roy and it was like, it may be 2014 something. It was in the, it was before it was legal other places. Mm-hmm. It was like, Oh, of course it's legal in, in Oregon. And I remember walking in and the the woman behind the ca- the counter gave me a menu and she said, how would you like to feel? And I was like, I'm in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I realized, because like I, 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 I had my first spliff probably like in seventh grade. I was like a stoner in high school and like I had a really, really bad, and, and I had a really bad in college. It was just like wake and bake, wake and bake, wake mm-hmm. and bake. And I had to like kind of stop it. But it wasn't until um, the weed shop where I was like, mm-hmm. oh, there are curated experiences for you with right. these different strains. Yeah. I I believe so Den first tried weed at Tin House. Oh, no. wait, wait, wait! What was the what was the one memory of Den High the first year at? Den so High? we were at um, one of the maybe it was like karaoke night or something. So I'm, I'm at the I'm oh, at the bar. Oh, that was my first time trying edibles. Okay, the scarf. I'm at the bar. The Den just kind of does this tour, like almost like Dracula esque, coming out of like the fog, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and. I asked Den a question and Den was like, I can't answer. I'm high. And then swirled right back to wherever <laughs> she came from. And I was like, that is somebody who was having a time. <laughs> and I believe yeah. it was edible checks mix that you got from Alex Cheese. Yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it was. Because Alex, Alex was like, I can't take these back. I have to give them to someone I trust. And Alex goes, you. <laughs> and Alex goes, Alex literally says to me, wield this power with the utmost care. <laughs> what a, what a <laughs> something something about when den den is high it's like it's if it, you just become this kind of like debutante kind of like southern genteel woman you know what i mean you kind of like swoop into a room and you're like what's going on Ooh. you know what i mean you're in, and then you turn into vapor in fabric. Like, yeah. so many fabrics <laughs> dominique devereaux wishes <laughs> <laughs> oh my god 
It, I would say, like, Very at that point, yeah. Den is an experience. Yeah. Not really a, a person, per se, yeah. anymore. I feel like Den, it, normal life, is, like, pretty high. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Already, yeah. The characteristics yeah. of being high yeah. are, like, she's already got that taken care of. So we just pushes her into, like, the, the space of not being a physical yeah. entity. So what about you, Joe? Uh, I, so I definitely was, like, super, I was such a good kid. I didn't break any of the rules. I didn't smoke weed in high school. It was another reason why I was a same, loser same. like Fran. I didn't really smoke weed in college. I was very afraid of being the type of altered that um, I saw people when they were high. Um, I don't really l- like weed, actually, mm. uh, because I like being really in touch with my brain, and it makes my brain... F- usually it makes my brain feel a little slow. Mm. Like I ha- I know I have a thought, but it takes like two seconds for me to find that thought in my brain. And I just don't like how that feels. I, mm-hmm. I find that to be quite a lovely experience. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is, same. that was the switch for me, Joe, yeah. because I used to be the exact same way and still believe, like, I think that that's a really real relationship to have to weed. Like that's, I think that kind of being, feeling like not having control. I'm such a control freak yeah. as we all know. And so it's like, not being able to have as much of a grasp on what you want to say or what you're going to do at certain moments, what you want to hold on to, especially if you're trying to write or anything. But I, I loved like my introduction to it just because it was something I shared with my cousins and like they taught me how to smoke. That's beautiful. And it was real. It was really an induction. And the first time I did it as a spliff with my cousin, Stephen at the rocks in front of my house, I remember it was in the moonlight. And I remember just being like, you know, at that age, it was just, it wasn't the heady. It was. It was never heady. It was always just giggly. I only ever felt giggly. Yeah. And I, the, the another time I remember one of my cousins, um, he told me to take a hit, and then he was like, "If you exhale, I'm gonna hit you." But in a, it was. It wasn't. That's it was, so you know, funny. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're gonna write that into Red, Red Dog season two. I'm <laughs> yeah. ready for it. And I was like. <laughs> And I learned how to take a deep breath. I mean, I learned right. how to take a deep breath right, with that. Right, and right, and right. like I, I eventually did. And he was like, "Okay, it's fine." But I almost <laughs> passed out. But I was. But it made me so high that I just like ran through the sprinklers and like ate hot dogs. Oh my God. <laughs> what is what is Beautiful. one time? I think we've talked about this before. But like, what is it? What's the time you were too high? Besides right now, Fran. <laughs> uh, I mean, a little bit actually, kind of right now. Um, I I really don't have many experiences of being really? stoned in public. Oh, because no. of the panty. Yeah, I've only, I mean, I develop, and also like because I developed the habit in solitude and like a very safe space. I It's almost like I don't even have a desire really to smoke socially. I think it's fun to do, to like watch a movie or to do with friends, but it's not something that I would like want all the time or... You wouldn't do it like at the club. No, well, like vaping. At the I, I club. was just gonna say that, but I'm getting a little dependent on it currently. It's actually one of my New Year's things is to like develop less of a dependency on it. Like I want weed to be something that um, I, you know, want to come to, not because I need to. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, but it, using it as like something to quell anxiety and like get through certain lo- kinds of loneliness have been really helpful Interesting. i'll tell you one of mine yes it's freshman year of high school smoke weed before the before school before the bus got to us uh, i feel like it was my cousin clarissa god rest her soul got me so stoned and i first period i had spanish and i didn't understand it was spanish i just thought <laughs> oh, no, people, no. you thought the no. language of the planet changed yeah that, that like <laughs> that people were using a bunch of words that i didn't know <laughs> This literally happened to me. A version of this happened to me on Thursday. I was watching and just like that. And I turned it on and like Anthony or whatever comes on screen and he starts shouting in like Spanish with a completely different voice. And in my head, I was like, 
oh, he must be doing some kind of character. <laughs> and then I realized that because I'd been watching Veneno, I'd had left the thing on Spanish or whatever. How high were you, Fred? I, because How I was so high. high. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was very strong. So, Fred, what is, I think you've talked about this yeah. a little bit, but I, I just want to, I'm a little curious. What What is it that weed is giving you? Hmm. Yeah. Um. I mean, so many things. But, like, I guess I also want to start by saying, like, I, we, I should have said this at the beginning, but, like, for those people listening, I, like, just know that everyone has their, like, different relationships to this. Yeah. Like, if you're listening and you're intimidated by it, like, we welcome that, you know? If you have a negative relationship to it, like, we welcome that. I think, like, knowing that we all come from, like, so such different places with it, I think is helpful. I think people sometimes, like, don't know. You know what I mean? Um, but anyways, with my relationship to it, I, it definitely, at the start, is, like, about um how when I'm stoned, I feel like I can be my own company. Oh, Does that yeah. kind of make yeah. sense? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and when I mean like I'm this, it's it's it sounds sad because it is. Um, <laughs> like you know, watching TV alone, watching movies alone, or like just dancing alone in the kitchen by myself, or like making food. You have these little conversations in your head or you find delight in things that you don't usually. And so it just it's an energy that is really helpful for me. You know, I've been in isolation. In a, and in a previous episode, we talked about podcasts and listening to podcasts constantly. So there was something always playing. Yep. Yeah. That was how it functioned for me, because it mm. is like when you're a single person in the pandemic, you mm. live alone and you're in, for example, Los Angeles, where we don't have a ton of friends and it's not walkable. Yeah. You're just criminally alone most of the time and having that little like a little bit of weed or having like listening to a podcast I did feel like I I I circumvented some of what loneliness does Mm. Mm. I think that like kind of coming from the place that you come from it with being like oh like this is something that I can't control I think doing it alone it could be have you tried doing it alone yeah yeah I've tried it I mean it's I've 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 tried it tons and tons of times mm. and I have a very different reaction. Like if I'm a little tipsy, I actually kind of like it because it kind of makes me a, a little more yeah. tipsy, but then I don't get hung over the next day because yeah. I don't want to drink anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's a, like a nice little like, oh, fun going out booster. Weed and wine is such a good combo. Weed and wine is a great combo. Um, I just, uh, the, the thing happens often enough with it that um, I just feel dumb. Yeah. And I hate fear. So it probably is. I'm not such a, as like such a control freak, but I am... I, I, one of the things I love about myself the most is like my ability to think. And mm-hmm. so something that cuts off my ability to think in the way that I normally do, I think really bothers me. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Exactly for that reason. Because I, I don't think I show it that much, but like in my head, I am always thinking all the time, mm-hmm. way too much calculation, going, getting way too deep. And like, I need to shut the hell up. Mm. And weed shuts me the hell up. Well, in I will, my head. I will say it you pull it off because it doesn't look like you're thinking too much. <laughs> Drag her. <laughs> uh, it's oh. true. It's that's just, I don't I, but I'm a person I never want to put that on other people and so that I keep it inside all the time and it stresses me out and it makes me anxious Mm. and weed it yeah it just shuts up my inner dialogue it's and i need that vacation i think it's something to develop a rhythm with because Mm. think about the first time you tried alcohol like 
disgusting you have to figure out like (laughs) i love that too (laughs) yeah there are as many like strains of weed as there are types of wine you know what Mm -hmm. i mean and so it's like when you think about it that way it's like finding the right kind that you like and when you like to do it when you don't like to do it and all that different stuff and i for sure like don't like edibles like i really do not like the the type of high that edibles give Uh, will Um, i take like a little if people are smoking and passing a joint will i take a puff off a joint yeah because it it doesn't actually hit like i have a much more control over how influenced i am gonna be by it also you know much sooner yeah what you're feeling and you can adjust you know you can you actually have time to adjust a little more or a little not a little more but edibles ooh, and that high just it hits you like a freight train and you feel like it's never leaving you alone Mm. that that is true (laughs) when have you been too high den (laughs) Um, the two times that I can think of were actually, we maybe have talked about this on the show, I don't remember, but it was maybe the first time that we were like, we're going to come to LA and do like batch recordings. And I like got in at the airport and I, and Joe was like, come meet me. And this is when I met Joe's friend, Wukash, who, and, and so I got there, we had brunch, and um, we were smoking out of a bowl, I think. And this is the thing, like, I get really scared of um, cigarette lighters. I feel like I don't know how to (laughs) use them without burning my fingers. So, Wukash. So, one of my greatest fears in life is um, (laughs) (laughs) cigarette lighters. So, Wukash. (laughs) My one weakness, the cigarette (laughs) lighters. (laughs) Wukash would hold would hold it over the bowl so I could smoke, and I just got so high on the ride to our shared Airbnb that we were doing. I don't know how Joe put up with me in the car. I well, was just a mess. Oh, it, was we all did, bad. it was never nothing will ever be as bad as the ride back from having dinner with Alex Chi uh, when you were high and drunk. And I don't you know what, people. What, 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 was know. what was the song? I don't no. remember. It was it was Girl, a lot of Beyonce Rihanna? songs. It was it was oh, no it was Beyonce. I'm, I'm oh, or was it Destiny? Oh, I remember it was, it was Love on Top. It was Love, love on, on Top, which is not a song literally anyone can possibly and, sing and other Den's, than Beyonce. And Den's sister is like a professional musician, and Den was in the back. So th- my butt was about to explode. I'm in a huge amount oh, of physical yeah, I, pain. I, yeah, I forgot Fran has like stayed sober all night to drive us home. God bless her. I remember that. And I am shit-faced in an <laughs> immense amount of pain. Uh, Tommy is like astral. And, and it, Den is in the back, I mean, belting. belting. And it is so bad it is so painful so and, and dad kept going oh you guys i sound so good oh the apple doesn't yeah. drop far yeah, from the tree my so sister's so professional the apple doesn't drop far from the tree like, and then going back to belting and it was so bad so wait was i also high that night did we have yes 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 i don't even remember the week it's one oh. of the best memories ever oh. because and i remember remember we got back to the hotel it's like what through two o'clock it in the was 2 30 and then and I, luckily, I mean den did keep me awake as a so that's, that's nice. <laughs> Fran, Fran, white <laughs> yeah. so angry 
<laughs> and then I lost the hotel room key, remember? Right, and yeah, we had yeah, to yeah. sit outside in the... Um, in well, that. didn't you end up having it? So this is the thing. We, we were at it's a small hotel. They didn't have a person on staff. So we had to literally call and wake up the person to drive out there. He's like, it'll be a 20-minute drive. And at minute 15, I checked my pocket again. And I was like, oh, here's the key. <laughs> it was the fuck. Oh, we, I, it was, we were... And then the next morning, my butt exploded. So oh, really? Then, uh, yeah. A banner 24 hours oh, for us. such a sad, <laughs> sad moment for you joe it's funny now but at the time it was really painful it's oh. a really watershed moment in our in our group <laughs> it was and then a lot of because water all of a sudden out of me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really you know i, I really abonded us as sisters yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. because all of a sudden it was about survival it really was about survival at that point. <laughs> Oh, and, I, and even in the midst of that, I stole one of Joe's tank tops. I was bleeding from the butt, and Tommy stole my favorite tank top. And what's worse, Tommy wears it all the time when we perform together. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just to let you know oh. who's the boss. <laughs> <laughs> but the entire time your butt was exploding, I was like, I really hope Joe doesn't notice I'm wearing his tank top. <laughs> and then I had to drive us back four and a half hours to the city in the rental car oh and you were wearing my tank top the whole time as i was like literally sitting on what was an attempt at a a diaper i had like the like the paper bag in front of my chest so you couldn't see that i was wearing your tank top (laughs) (laughs) oh my god you did it was a whole thought process (laughs) it was this was the first thought retreat y'all yes we're not talking about weed anymore but we all are meta talking about weed because we're very high because we're very (laughs) high really are um i never even answered the question i don't have a singular incident but i do frequently go to the grocery store and i think it's like it's like it's late at night whatever no one cares you can take like a little puff before you go to the grocery store and then i bug out i <laughs> <laughs> like like fluorescent lights oh. everyone in the store is yeah. maybe following you yeah. like, <laughs> every, like every every corner i turn I forget what I went to the groceries. I have to concentrate really hard to figure out what it is I was there for. And like the list of things that I didn't write down. Yeah. And then like checking out is a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. I always try to do the self-checkout, but even the self-checkout, there's like an assistant there that's just like watching you and you're like, I'm trying to shoplift. Can you move? I'm actually picturing Fran at self-checkout, like doing the same banana over and over and over and then checking out like for an hour and then checking out being like, I got four things. Why is this $200 and paying it anyway? Do you do do weed walks? I do. I love I, weed walks are sublime yeah. for me, especially hey, yeah. in my relationship to music and whatever is coming out at the time. A lot of times if I really want to digest something, I'll go on a walk with it. I know. And I feel like mm. like what, the greatest thing for me with weed and music, because it slows it down, mm-hmm. like that Joe was talking about, I mm. notice more dynamics yeah, and things where I was like, like, you know, like listen to like four page letter by Aaliyah. And I was like, I think Missy Elliott did this one because I think I can hear her voice on it and I would have listened to it otherwise because I was stoned and like listening to it differently but I will say the one time I did a weed walk and I walked into a liquor store and I realized halfway through that I wasn't wearing a mask and I was like that's where I freaked out then I was like I can't do weed walks anymore I can't do weed walks anymore and go in places I don't trust myself wow yeah I was just going to ask you a question. Yeah, go for um, it. You said earlier that you like want to be less dependent on mm. it. I'm just wondering about like 
what the difference is to you and yeah. also like why like a lot of people smoke weed every day and a yeah. lot of people use it to manage i mean like i take a fucking lexapro every day to manage my anxiety sort of like what's the i think it's the thinking i mean first of all it's like a con this is you know relevant to people that actually smoke weed all the time i feel like i think that there's like a stigma around dependency and yeah. like all this different stuff there's but i that i think should also be talked about to be totally honest but with this specifically it's like I think a lot I, – I know a lot of people that because it's self-medicating, mm-hmm. but it's not prescribed by a doctor. And it's like – because you're not – you know, you fall out of touch with, like, when you want to do it and why mm. if it becomes too much of a routine. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, my friend Fati usually went before she smokes, she'll say, like, a prayer for it. Mm-hmm. And she kind mm-hmm. of says, like, what she wants, like, the plant to give her or whatever. I'm not that's I'm not that as spiritual with it. Um, but I do think that that setting an intention is really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why what I feel like when I realized that I was waking and baking every day in college, then I had yeah. to give it a little bit of a break because I was like, it's not, I don't, I don't have an intention. I just get up and do it because it's become a part of my routine. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just wanted to see if that was actually something I needed to do or if it was something that like I could live without or if it was something that was like maybe holding me back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like I am he- in college. I'm just like, I'm here to learn ostensibly. Mm-hmm. I feel like so many people have that story of a wake and bake era in like high school or college. And I feel like I'm experiencing that now mm-hmm. because I'm trying it for the, for the first time. But I'm not waking and baking. It's more like. I need it in the eat. Like as soon as it gets dark, I'm like, I really want weed. to like wind down. It's the completely, it's mm-hmm. like kind of the inverse. You know what I did? Because I started feeling that way with alcohol mm-hmm. when it like sort of pandemic season one, mm-hmm. like as soon, like there's this Amy Winehouse lyric when she says that silent sense of content that everyone gets just disappears as soon as the sun sets. And I kind mm-hmm. of felt that. And so what I did was I, I, I was like, okay, I have to reimagine not just my relationship to alcohol in this moment, but my relationship to the evening mm-hmm. because that was causing me stress and anxiety anxiety because i don't know why it's just something some for some reason that like the darkness was a danger and i already felt in danger or something there was some reaction happening to the loss of light Mm. so i um got a bunch of battery powered candles because i'm just like not trying to oh so so why like i i shouldn't be around that much open flame Uh (laughs) you are also afraid of open flame yeah so just so i had a shit ton so i had i had the lighting the mood mm. set. It mm. looked exactly the way that I wanted to. And I just turned that into like, I would just, as soon as that happened, I would start reading no, and it yeah. re it gave me um, it, it, a reevaluation of my relationship with books, which I didn't have for a really long time. And I love books mm. and I love reading. It's one of my favorite things to do. And mm. I just hadn't read in so long. And so it was like turning that space where you get anxious into a space that you look forward to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely, I mean, the pandemic season one has been number one our routines are the only thing keep, keeping us alive so yeah. like having a glass of wine as i cook or whatever it just feels so nice to mm-hmm. be like oh this is the the part of my day that's not work mm-hmm. um but it's also like we used to be able to do things at night you know what mm-hmm. i mean it's like not every night of the week did you have to sit home by yourself we used to be able to go out and have a dinner with a friend or i mostly a did actually or, um, i did a lot you know so it's like yeah no wonder we, we have a literal void mm-hmm. we have a literal social life void because we're not leaving our homes and a lot of people are filling that with substances i don't my therapist told me something very early on in um covid season one um, especially as i was a person who was working on covid activism and was teaching in a college classroom and et cetera, et cetera. He was just like, girl, we're coping right now. He's like, as long as yeah. you're doing something to cope that's not self-destructive, 
girl cope you know what i mean like if you want to if you want to smoke weed as part of your evening routine mm. it's not really bad for you yeah. you know you might want to evaluate it every now and again or as we're coming out of quarantine or is it are you staying home to smoke yeah. you know is it stopping you from actually making the social interactions exactly. that would make you feel better yeah, yeah. At, at that yeah. point you're like well this is this is a hindrance but yeah. you know drinking is a little harder because it's not so healthy to do every day you know yeah. uh, and so i've been trying to like make sure that i'm cognizant of that but I don't know. I think, you know, if if it helps you with your anxiety in the evening, fuck it, man. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, it's really interesting. The pandemic has had a really different effect on those things for me. Like, I've never been someone who, who smokes a lot of weed um, ever. Like, it's only been in the last couple of years that I've even really engaged maybe and more usually than a few times a year. And usually socially. Despite the fact... So in 2021, I made it a goal. I was like, you're going to incorporate weed a little more into your life because it feels so nice and it's relaxing. It's fun could to write you, with, Could you picture honest. Den rolling a joint? Could you possibly... I mean, I would never. No, she's going to buy pre-rolls. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. I, it would don't, be, I don't roll my own joint. It would, be, it would be... I like edibles and I like vaping, but smoking anything that's more intense than a vape like activates my asthma. It's like mm, not pleasant. Right, of course. Um... But, like, I'm so detached from all of this that I, like, made that a goal, and then I bought some edibles in January, and then I promptly forgot that I had them. Uh, and every so often, I'm like, oh, yeah, I have those edibles somewhere in one of the bottom <laughs> the bottom of one of my purses. And then you're just blitzed. And I just, yeah. <laughs> so, blitzed and alone. <laughs> blitzed and alone. And the, the same is true kind of with alcohol. I mean, I love drinking and have been drinking since I was 18, but um, at the very start of the pandemic, I... I you know, stocked up on alcohol and liquor. And after I went through that first, like, kind of batch, I found that actually, like, engaging at home alone was depressing to me. Mm. And so I don't know that I made a conscious decision to not do it, but it's like now, I, like, always keep wine in the house, but I very rarely drink wine Mm. by myself in my apartment. And it's, and I, I find so much joy in kind of preserving both of these things as things that I get to do with people in my cherished time with them because that is such a precious thing. But I don't feel, it just makes me sad to do them alone. Yeah, I've never seen Den say no to a drink. I just, <laughs> yeah, uh, no, no. or yeah, a, no, a puff personally. or an edible. Den, Den is a yes girl. Den, Den absolutely. <laughs> year of yes, lifestyle of yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like also, I love the way we, I love like we, what happens when your like weedy brain um, tries to dissect like art. Or, like, when you were talking about music teams, yeah. I feel like, I mean, listening to, like, Adele's 30, like, in the bathtub, I was, like, like trying to, like, picking that up. I never would have given it, like, a, as close of a listen if I wasn't, like, you know, stoned and, like, lit, actually present. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I mean, even, like, watching watching Housewives. Because, like, I mean, I, I usually only smoke sativa um, instead of, as opposed to indica. But, um it just like my, my brain like just like twirls and like intellectualizes what's going on and like looks at things. From, it's just like tell, fun. Tell the girlies mm-hmm. out there the differences between sativa and indica. Yeah. Um. So sativa is these is a very these are very essentializing ways of putting it, but it's like psychoactive. It's more of an upper if you th- kind of if you were to think about it that way, yeah. even though it's not obviously not an upper. Um. It um is more of a head high. Where indica is more of a body high, it's more of a quote unquote downer. It's like sleepy weed, you know, you're zonking out. Um, and then hybrids are a combo of the two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think most people like hybrids. I feel like when I got that information, it like changened my relationship to weed. Because mm-hmm. when I was a when I was a youth, when I was in college or whatever, it was just like whatever. You just had weed. You, it yeah. was just weed. Whatever yeah. the fuck you could get, whatever you know the 
whoever was dealing in that town had at that time was what you smoked. And no one talked about the differences between like weed making you feel X or weed making you feel Y. Yeah. So having a little more agency over like, you know, I don't that that like really deep body high that disconnects you from your brain is not my favorite. So yeah, I can like either. I can avoid those types of strains and, and have a, a, a nice relationship to it. Yeah, yeah. I think if for, if anybody if you have never I think everyone should try weed, to be honest, if unless you have like a specific health reason or something. But like, I do think that it's you have to continually tell yourself that it's you build a relationship mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. And also, I think, honestly, you have to also like undo the stigma you have in your head mm-hmm. that was created by how prevalent like dare programs were mm-hmm. like in the US yep. at the time we were growing up. I'm yeah. still like we're cultured into like yep. thinking that it's like a well, it's a gateway drug. I mean that yeah. was the whole thing. It's like weed might not be so bad, but like if you start with weed, you'll end up with a heroin, you know, yeah. and you'll like I mean, die. Which it is. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Cocaine was my gateway drug. Cocaine was your gateway into weed, and weed yeah. Fran is much better than cocaine Fran. Can listeners out there imagine Fran on cocaine? Yeah, just doing coke every night to watch a movie. <laughs> I'm feeling full, but like I could fit one more thing inside of me. Den knows how I feel. You know what? Why don't you put the cherry on our top, friend? <laughs> okay, so my wreck to you is an amazing mu- music artist named Ocean Kelly. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's like a, a rapper based in the South. She is like known for two very specific songs that have kind of gone viral on TikTok. Um, but I think that the actual songs are very good as well. One of which is a remix of the WandaVision theme song. Lovely. She, she also does a remix of a- the Agatha. The Agatha. It was Agatha all along. Yeah, the Agatha all along yes! song is very, very good. If I don't know if any of y'all are TikTok um, subscribers, but there's also a very well-known TikTok sound where someone says, can I get that vegan, vegan pussy? Can I get that vegan, vegan cut? Do you know that? I don't. Yeah. Okay, I'm not a TikToker. Y'all are yeah. too old. Oh, you know, I've seen the the TikTok videos on Instagram or okay, Twitter, okay. wherever. Okay, okay. <laughs> so that's Ocean. That's like one of her songs. Um, and she also does an amazing remix of the Backyardigans theme song that's also gone viral on TikTok. But anyways, the songs themselves are these very like nutty, maximalist, like Azalea Banks, but more of like a like a ballroom dancey spin but she still has that kind of she has that like kind of rap style um it's she's just like such an, a fun artist to like subscribe to on social media and the songs that are on spotify are so good but there's also good other stuff on like soundcloud it's so. also like it sounds like the kind of stuff that you would want to get stoned and listen yeah. to <laughs> yeah. Stoned walk. yes it, it would be quite a lot but yeah you can get down to some ocean kelly so ocean kelly go stalk her yes beat it up This episode of Food for Thought is made possible by the generous, unequivocal support of Rosé and our home at Stitcher. Our producer is the ravioli of our dreams, Alexandra De Palma. Mm. Subscribe, rate, and review us five stars on iTunes or Den goes back to the ghost of glasses past. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Real horror story. Oh, Den, Den, no. used to, when we started, Den had glasses that were so busted and old. <laughs> the arm was like falling off. You could not see. Fran tried to clean them one time at a brunch that we had and it made it worse. Well, I broke so, them. <laughs> like, yeah. Popped the lens out and like she would not replace the glasses. They were so bad. She truly wouldn't. She truly wouldn't. And then she did. I am Tommy Teebs Pico. You can find me at Hey Teebs, H E Y T E E B S on Instagram for now. 
I'm Joseph Osmus. You can find me at www.josephosmuson.com, where, of course, you can pre-order my book. Mwah. I'm Fran, um, and you cannot find me <laughs> anywhere. I'm gone. Thank you. And I'm Zen Michelle Norris, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Den Michelle, and follow my editorial pursuits at Electric Literature. Find us on Instagram as Gay Sluts Who Read, and join us on Facebook and Twitter at Food for Thought Pod. And finally, send your questions, thoughts, concerns, and dick pics to thoughts at foodforthoughtpodcast.com. As always, that's food, the number four, and thoughts spelled how? Let's get the fuck out of here. Here we go. T T H O T H O. One division, one one Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.